I'm, I'm your host, Hans Miners, and I'll be sitting down with experts, coaches, and amazing athletes with great stories to tell. I hope this inspires you to get out there and train to be the best version of yourself. The reason I created this podcast is to bring positive into the negative in the life. So I want to share amazing stories, people that I know, people that I follow, people that are my heroes. So all I'm going to be doing from now on in English, in Spanish, or maybe in French. I love to have an impact with people. I could be like worldwide. That's the reason why I'm doing it in French, in English. But I might have to do something in Spanish because they're my friends. And I want to see how is the impact in Mexico and all those countries that speak uh, Spanish. So that'll be fun to experiment. And this episode is going to be in English. So I hope you enjoy this one and be ready because it's a great story. Welcome back to episode number five with Kaden. What an amazing story, his life, his journey. Like I started following him back in August, 2021, because this is what I did. I signed up for Ironman Waco and I look into the Ironman page and to see how many people are in my age group and follow them to see what's their journey and everything. So I follow a few guys and I follow this guy and right away in his history, he, he had like Ironman Waco. And what was surprised to me is because he had a heart, open heart surgery like a few months before the race. And I started talking to him and then like I, I, I knew this story. And then I was just so inspired like in less than a year. He is going to Ironman World Championships and he had an open heart surgery, a seizure. Like, and how he got into triathlon in Ironman and how he was able to make his life, he was able to make his life turn around. Like, that was such amazing to listen. I mean, know that this probably is the episode, it's going to be the longest one so far, but honestly, it's so worth it to listen. Like, if he can do it, anybody can do it. That's what I said. And honestly, just like, it might be slow, but like, believe me, it is so good and so inspiring. Like, he made me um, so thankful to be involved with Caden and his journey and see how he's going to be racing in St. George in the Ironman World Championship now. He's changing his life around triathlon. Just like, it's amazing. Okay, I won't say anything else. Just like, without further ado... Listen to this one because it's a great one. I have to add this. Like yesterday, Kaden sent me a message and he just got like Sam Long, Argon 18 or Argon 19, whatever it is, old bike, like the same bike. And I just want to share this, like good things happen to good people. Like Kaden was just like, he was telling me about it. I'm just so surprised. And he told me I was messaging him because he was asking where he can buy the bike, like just a regular bike. And he's like, oh, here's my bike and have it, you know? And then he just sent the bike to him and I just feel so happy for him. He's gonna crush it in St. George. So uh, if you wanna see the bike, go follow Katie on Instagram uh, and uh, you'll see. Anyways, 
Enjoy the podcast. episode number four or episode number five whatever is going to come uh we're here with katie we raced together ironman waco last year and i was inspired by his journey uh since i follow him like back in june 2021 uh he has an amazing story i want to share with you guys so Kaden, can you introduce yourself to the audience yes hello my name is Kaden mcclay i am from dallas texas yeah, me and Hans, we raced together at Ironman Waco, and that's how we met. Yeah, pretty much. And I just, I'm so inspired about this journey. And uh, it's an inspiration to me seeing every day, like all the journey, like I was saying to him before recording, like not, every, uh, not everybody has the same journey. So everybody has a different like way to get it. So it's inspiring to see his journey. And um, let's get knowing a little bit more about you. So um, I'm going to ask you a few questions rapid fire questions and then we can get going to the podcast because we need to break the ice a little bit here awesome so um, i got a few questions here so i'm just gonna go different orders so it's different for everybody Sweet. so um if you could be a superhero for a day why would you be and why great question i would probably be i'd probably be uh i'd probably be Spider-Man, uh, why would be Spider-Man? Um, it's very, very charismatic, you know, um, in all the Spider-Man movies you see, all of the characters, they all have a very, um, they play a relatively different role, you know? Um, yeah. And um, they, they're all just different, different people. Um, like all the different characters, they're just, they're different people, but all, they all have a, a very good impact on the movie. You know, all, yeah. all the Spider-Man movies I watched, you're just so drawn into the movie because of the actor who's playing Spider-Man. And, um, not only is he a great super superhero, but, uh, um, just, uh, the role he plays is, it's just awesome. And he, um, not only does he have awesome powers, but he's a, he has a great role um, as a person and uh, to his community, to others, and that's why that's why I'd be him, just because his the role he plays um, with others, and I think that's great. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. Like, everybody loves Spider-Man. I mean, we've seen so many Spider-Mans in the last 20 years, so it's just... And right. then I don't want to spoil anybody, but if you watch the right. last Spider-Man, that was freaking amazing. That um, one was amazing. Yeah, seeing that just was unbelievable. Like everybody was just screaming, like you know, yeah, like yeah. it was, was pretty awesome. inspiring, man. Just to yeah. be happy. Um, exactly. What is your favorite family vacation? My favorite family vacation was probably the first time me, um, my mom, and my sisters when we went to Hawaii. Um, nice. Yeah, that was uh, we went to Maui. We didn't go to we didn't go to the Big Islands. Uh, nah, one day, one yeah, day you get there. One day, right? You're you're going there in October. But, yeah, uh, absolutely. You get there. Just gotta keep it going. 
Yeah, man, I'm so excited for you. But um, you. yeah, we went there. Uh, it was it was a while ago. Uh, but the the first time we went, it was it was the most fun. Um, just a lot of great memories. And when was this? Probably. Oh shoot! Probably like about ten years or so ago now. Wow. My sisters, yeah, they're about they're seniors in high school now, so uh, they're still pretty young. Uh, I I was still pretty young. It's it was just good to look back on those times, you know, and um, the the good family vacations. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Hawaii is Hawaii is. Yeah, good. I haven't been to Hawaii before. I was oh, yeah. I was saying like, if I'm going to Hawaii, I'm going in October somewhere i was planning honestly to go in like in the 50 year of kona which would be like in seven eight years because yeah. i was thinking yeah i'm gonna go to the legacy but uh happy that i qualify i told yeah. parker the other day i'm really love you like honestly what you did for me exactly. um it was pretty inspired man so i'm happy right. and i'm excited for this i bet yeah man and hey my dad's always said to think is to create so the fact that you just kept telling yourself and had that vision that's probably one of the reasons why why you got that spot because all your hard work paid off and you, you got there you got there. yeah man we're gonna talk about the race later on but uh, i'll tell why you probably didn't notice but i was struggling a lot in the race but we get there don't worry yeah and uh why are you currently watching on netflix on netflix i don't watch a whole lot of netflix i like watching ozark um ozark um i, I could always rewatch like breaking bad you know yeah. like when i was um i had a, a three-hour ride on uh zwift uh the other day and yeah it was uh, my first uh longer ride and i had to do inside just because it was so cold outside yeah, and man, i know what it feels <laughs> right and so I kind of had to figure out how to how to keep myself occupied on the trainer. And so I, uh, I did some Breaking Bad on Netflix. But um, I, I'm probably going to tune in to the new uh, to the new. Ozark yeah, man, series. if I give you an advice, like like for me, especially hard, like being on the trainer for like three, four hours, just like an endurance ride. What I do is just like either I have a few intervals on that. I put some music and I start I because you, you need to break it down otherwise like yeah i have to do three hours it's going to be so boring yeah. and like uh you're in the same position for th three four hours it's like man it's tough for your mind so you got to play tricks so that's what that's what i do and normally i go like alto swift which is like challenging so like the time goes by so fast so that's that's my thing that i go i'm happy that i don't have to do any longer rides for a long time in trainer just uh few intervals or really specific work but right. um man i feel you i feel you i did the other day i did 180 uh, i mean 112 miles on the bike on the last year of inside yeah inside oh, wow. the last oh year God. of uh, i mean the last day of the year wow last year yes i was like thank you that yeah. was a struggle man yeah. uh, i did like five hours 20 oh, and wow. i was like a pr to me yeah and uh, I was just getting going. I, I, I think an average like 200 watts for the entire ride, which oh, I was really happy. Yeah. I was just testing nutrition. And my coach was like, you know, uh, do something crazy for the last day of the year. Either I was going to do a marathon, but, you know, the weather wasn't helping <laughs> with ice and snow. So no. And then 10K of the swim. Uh, no. So I'm like, okay, let's do like, let's see. Let's te test my nutrition for like Ironman. So I do like uh, 112 miles on the trainer. So that was yeah. pretty fun, honestly. Yeah, that's awesome. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. man, I was putting music and dancing, but that's 
Yeah, I can't do music the whole ride. I have to do music just like part of it, maybe the last hour or so. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. 112 miles on the trainer. Wow. Yeah, I know. So yeah. I, I saw people doing Everesting, you know, yeah. on the trainer. Like those guys have my heart and kudos yeah. to them. Like I tried to do Alza Swift like three times mm-hmm. in uh, three hours. That was really hard. People doing it for like eight times. Oh my God. Yeah. That's crazy and inspiring. Exactly. Uh, what are the two most used apps on your phone? Um, I would probably say Instagram and um, YouTube, probably. Instagram and YouTube. I love, I love yeah. uh, watching videos on YouTube. Uh, obviously, yeah. all, all of our triathlon videos, right? And um, yeah, keeping up with all of our, our tri friends, seeing what everyone's up to. And, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I agree. I'm going to recommend a video. You probably watched it before, but yeah. I cannot get it out of my mind. Every time I listen to this song, I just keep on going. So Lionel Sanders, yeah, what he raised video on okay. Ironman Florida. So Dalva Cox did like an amazing job. So what he did, we can watch it later, but like you have it there. So what yeah. he did, they start speaking and for the first three minutes. And yeah. then after he created like a montage, like, you know, swimming, biking and run. And the music and the way he's going, like with the music and from slow motions, like like normal videos, like oh my god, it's just like I watch it every single day and I'm not even tired. And now I got that song, and I do intervals with the song. It gets so fired, you know, like thank you right. that I have Gustav Eden next to me running. So yeah, it's I, me having I, a hard time. Watch this. Yeah, I I could relate to that. I watched some of like the Sam Long videos and some of the Lionel Sanders videos also, and some of the some of the music they put in the in the back of their video yeah, yeah. i listen to that while i'm writing too and man it makes me lay down the power sometimes yeah i could i could totally relate to that yeah man i agree so if you can swap jobs with anybody for a date what would it be i would probably swap jobs with nick fair and all <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's not a bad idea actually <laughs> yeah that's a fair answer right <laughs> yeah because yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah he's um He's a very um, influential person, and uh, just like I've just seen how that company, man, how he runs it, it's yeah. uh, it's incredible. And the journey, like how yeah. he got there, and so many bad things happened to him, and then he always was like, "I'm not giving up." He didn't give up, and then look at it right now. It's just like everybody loves him, and Bart yeah. was telling me yesterday that he was with 200 people, you know, like at the finish line standing for hours just to give her like medals and you know like done yeah. to 100 people like for like three hours dude that was like really yeah. humble for him honestly yeah every single person that crossed the finish line he he put he put the medal around their neck and gave yeah. them a hug and then the day before um yeah every person that went in the picture with him he spent five six minutes talking with them and it's just such a personal experience yeah. and i think that's one of the reasons why his company just does so well because you know right now it's a uh, direct uh it's his company is direct to consumer right now you know and so it's such a good relationship with his customers and yeah he's, I, he's I agree. A great, great dude yeah like such an inspiration to me too yeah, yeah um last quick rapid fire question yeah. what's the greatest movie of all time greatest movie of all time i would have to say would probably be um batman dark knight yeah um good one or um kill bill volume two that's a good one 
um, seen that one. Oh, that's a good one. It's an older one. It's an older yeah. one. It's one of my favorites. Um, or I also really like um, what's another very good one? What's one of your favorites? What's one of your favorites? Ah, well, Rocky. Always love Rocky. Oh, like yeah, the Rocky, underdog Rocky, man. Yeah. Just like the music and the inspiration. Like yeah. nobody believed in him and the story. Like when he wanted to create the own movie, but but himself be right. like, and he only had twenty dollars in his pocket. And he made it like that's kind of like an inspiration to me right. and everything he did. Of course, like, you know, I can see many, many movies, but Rocky is like the one, you know, that's always in my heart. Yeah. Rocky, Rocky is a good movie. Either like, I mean, the first four, you know, the la the five don't count it, but, mm -hmm. and then just the first four. Right. Yeah. Nice. That's the first four. So yeah, guys, you know, a little bit more about Kaden. So tell us why you little Kaden, like, how is your, like, live before you know like starting in craft and like i went out you're a kid in school like everything you want to share yeah yeah so i only have been doing triathlon for really not even a year now i started training like uh mid to late april of um 2021 and uh so not that long and wow. um before i was doing that i was uh wanting to live the dream of uh race professional motorcycles yeah i uh, saw what a journey yeah, street the the street bikes and uh, I I would I tried to do everything and uh, it took to to pursue that uh, to yeah. get to the professional stage. Um, so, like, I'm uh, 21 years old right now. How old oh, are you? Yeah, how, how I'll old be you? 25 this year. So, oh, cool. man, you have a lot of years to qualify in the 18 to 24. So, yes. I did my first Ironman when I was 22. So you got it, man. Hopefully, yes, yes. Uh, just keep on, keep on working, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I would just, I, uh, I was pursuing everything for this motorcycle racing. I, uh, my senior year of high school, I uh, dropped out and uh, did started to do online school, um, so I could travel around the country and race. And yeah. um, September of 2019, um, got in a pretty gnarly crash, which kind of uh escalated uh which kind of started this whole journey honestly it um about a year later uh kind of uh some medical conditions uh came came about and i don't know if you have any uh, any other questions um before we get there no but, uh, like i mean that's all yeah. i want to hear but like cool yeah because I, I could start i could start there if you want me yeah, to yeah like yeah. i want to know about the accident and explain yeah, yeah, yeah. like what happened because like you said before this is your code and if everybody goes into your instagram you see you have this open heart surgery to ironman in less than a year like i've seen it man like can you share us about this it's just freaking amazing yeah so yeah let me sh let me sh share with you how uh that kind of got discovered so yeah, i want to know too yeah so um um that crash um i just was kind of talking about um it was in I was racing up in Colorado in September of 2019, and uh, when I, I broke my neck and uh, my my wrist, and I got a severe TBI. Also, I hit my head really hard. Wow. Um, How fast you were going? Uh, probably around like 70, 75. I, I when I my face hit the dirt, I wow. was probably going around like 55 to 60 miles an hour. Um, yeah, so I was going decently fast. Uh, I was knocked out. I don't really remember anything. And, um, it was, a, it was a very scary scene for my dad. Uh, 
and yeah, I was I traumatic brain injury, and th those are never good. And uh, I was, but I still wanted to make the comeback to road racing. I, I still wanted to, to to be a professional road racer, and so I I made the comeback. I uh, kept I kept on working out and training, not training for triathlon, training for road racing, which is completely okay. different. And um, then uh, in March of 2021 uh i uh we were about 30 minutes away from the track uh for my first race of the of the year and the comeback race yeah my, my, my comeback race exactly my comeback race and uh we were about 30 minutes away from the track and my dad was thankfully driving at the time and okay. uh, i ended up having another seizure in the truck and um it was uh it was devastating because yeah about a year after that accident i had i had a seizure that uh i was working and um i was at work and i pretty much went missing for like five or six hours nobody could find me oh my and, god um and yeah i had to be i was in the hospital for uh four to five days i had to be put in a medically induced coma on the ventilator and they scanned my heart. They found the hole the size of a quarter. And um, that's when they found the hole. That to answer your question. That's how the yeah, okay. uh, yeah that's how the open heart surgery came about. And I had that that hole um, since birth. And so they they didn't know if the seizures were caused from um, the crash I got in or from the hole in my heart. And so about three weeks later after that um, that that seizure I got in, uh, the seizure I had, yeah, um, I, I got a open heart surgery. Um, and that was November of 2020. Um, so yeah, sorry, I just backtracked on you a little bit. Um, so yeah, November of 2020, four days before my, uh, there you go. So in November of 2020, I, uh, it was four days before I uh, was turning 20 years old, I had to get the open heart surgery. And, uh, it sucked. It really sucked. But I was just going into it thinking, man, I'm going to be seizure free after this. And That's so, uh, yeah, so I was I was going into it positive, um, thinking I'm not going to have to be on seizure medicine anymore. But um, kind of like I just said, uh, March, uh, I ended up having another seizure. And after that, they uh, it was the most devastating thing, honestly, I've ever felt waking up in the hospital the next morning. I, I it was weird because I remember waking up and I was, I thought I was in the hotel bed. So I, I would wake up and I'd like go back to sleep. Wow. And yeah. It was, it was really weird. Um, and I'd like wake up again and kind of doze back off. But then when I woke up and I noticed I was in a hospital, I'm like, and my dad's sitting next to me and there's nurses all around me. I'm like, I am not supposed to be here right now. Like I'm supposed to be at the track. Yeah. What's, yeah. what's going on? Like what is going on? And they're about to, they're, they're like all these nurses are coming in like yeah we're about to put you in an ambulance and take you to a hospital you had another seizure and i'm like no i'm not supposed to have these anymore like i just had a open heart surgery like it's supposed to be fixed what are you talking about and so i was just devastated i was it was the worst thing i've ever felt wow and i couldn't the next morning they diagnosed me with a post-traumatic epilepsy from that crash i got in um and my medication had to be up which really sucked also and yeah i uh just came back home just lost uh hopeless and not really knowing 
what exactly to do with my life, honestly, because like I said, I just put so much time and effort into wanting to go fast on a motorcycle. And um, it just felt devastating to say the least. And so I was on my the spin bike at my gym, like I would normally do for my typical workouts. And um, there was a gentleman uh, wearing an Ironman shirt. And, oh my uh, God, I see where you're going. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and so there's a gentleman wearing an Iron Man shirt, and uh, I just I remember thinking to myself, um, just, I knew a few people in the past who have done Iron Mans. I'm like, yeah, they, they're they're pretty pretty cool people, and they've they've done some awesome things in life. And so when he finished his workout, I I, I asked him, I was like, hey man, um, you mind telling me about this Iron Man? And he 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 said word for word, he's like, man, it's the hardest. It's the hardest you could ever do in your life. Yeah, like, yeah. I agree 100%. It's the hardest thing you could ever do. And I was like, oh, yeah. And uh, he's like, just go home and Google it. Just, yeah, that's all he said. He's like, go home and Google it. I'm like, man, you got to tell me more than that. He's yeah. like, just go, go home and Google it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go home and Google it. And so that night I, I went home and um, was, I, I went on YouTube and I typed in Iron Man Triathlon. Yeah. And, um nick bear's video popped up right oh my god <laughs> yes yeah indeed and so that's how it started and the first video i watched uh it was it was his um the day i became an iron man right and oh i love I was, that video I love yeah that. dude i was like five or six minutes in, literally in my bed just probably i was about in tears watching it wow. just knowing knowing i had to turn my life around and sign up for that like the next day i i knew it and it was you did you signed up the right the day after no i don't think it was the day after because i called my parents and i was like hey um this is what i wanted i want to sign up for a full iron man oh my god it's like lionel sanders wow yeah and so here's my dad my mom they're like what <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they're i like, heard that before yeah they're like uh a what <laughs> and and i'm like yeah a, a full iron man and i'm trying to explain it to them I take my mom to a bike shop and I'm just trying to convince, convince them, convince them that this is what I want to do and just show them that it's how it's going to help me and how it's going to help my future yeah. and how it's going to turn my life around. And man, I had to do some convincing. I really had to convince my parents. And yeah, I, I know why, how it is because I did the same thing. So, yeah, but no, my, my dad, he, he, he really kind of, uh, he, he saw the vision I, I I had and um my mom did as well and they they helped me out with the bike and about uh four to five days after I was probably, I was signed up for Waco and so when was this exactly like May June that was um mid April mid April of 2021 wow. I was, yeah this is all going on and so um I got a I got a coach and it was actually I I went to Lifetime first because yeah. that's what I work out at and uh, I was like hey guys I'm I'm doing an Ironman you I don't know how to swim you guys are gonna have to help me out wow yeah. the, the aquatics manager um she she did a, her, my first swim lesson with me and I was so bad at swimming <laughs> that she never even texted me back after she never texted me back oh man I, I know that like so, i know the journey like for people they're not swimming yeah. and i don't know what's wrong with the coaches i hear in everywhere but right. swimming coaches 
need to be better persons because they are so bad with people. Like people want to be better. They want right. to be able to swim. And then they think they have, they know everything. Right. And then they're doing everything. And you were like, I just want to be better. They're exactly. laughing at you. And I, I don't know what's wrong with swimming coaches, but the, I could, I could relate to that. A lot of swimming yeah. coaches do think they're a few steps above others. I yeah. Yeah. That. It's like, remember where you came from? You didn't start like being like that, like a pro or, you know, anything about swimming. Everybody came from nothing. So just be humble, man. Exactly. Oh man. And exactly. then you keep going like you were. So how you got into swimming after that? Yeah. So, um, I, I fortunately found a, um, some tri coaches, a group of, uh, triathlon coaches um, who are still coaching me now and they um they got my technique down in the water and um, started helping me out and yeah that's been uh that's how how it started I kept on training and um man there was so many demons in my head yeah who kept on talking to me throughout the throughout the time and yeah I know um, but that's what I wanted man I I I wanted because I felt so much pain um that I didn't that was I felt like was unnecessary and before um before triathlon right yeah. um, and way to get out man like if those demons are like you need to tell them to shut up you know exactly yeah. don't yeah. think about anything else that's my advice because the easiest thing to do like oh I don't feel like working out today I don't feel like this or like negative voices in your hair I'm like no don't yeah. even listen to that just like Turn the page around and do what you got to do because that's how you got to do it. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck. Exactly. You're right. So, yeah, um, I just had to keep on remembering throughout the whole process that I am wanting the hardest day of my life. Um, and that's why I signed up for this. Um, yeah, definitely. It was yeah. a hard day, man. Honestly, yeah. I've done a couple Ironmans and Waco was the slowest Ironman in the entire circuit in 2021. So. If you can do any Ironman that's going to be tough, that's the one. So okay. not mm-hmm. like an Ironman is not who, what's the easiest Ironman. There is no easy Ironman. So after this, the next Ironman you're going to do is going to be a lot easier. So don't worry. I don't know if St. George will be much easier. <laughs> but, but Yeah, you're right. We get to that yeah. later. But that's, that's true. Yeah. That's true. That's Yeah. Absolutely, so, man. so yeah, man, um, I just that's that's my um that's my story of how what i did before triathlon um how i got into triathlon my uh my heart surgery kind of how it came about my seizures um i'm still taking medic medication my hope in the future is to um is to stop taking medicine at some yeah. point but i, I want to take it the right i want to get off it the right way you know yeah. um, follow the journey of the steps you have to do them exactly um but yeah, it's been the most incredible journey I could have ever chose for myself. And uh, yes. Man, it's, it's knowing nice. that, now I get it. Like, I, I follow you and I saw you, like, you were the happiest man, like, before racing the Ironman, arriving to the Ironman uh, village, everything. Like, besides, you know, I, I saw you struggling during race day, for sure. But that's oh. normal. But you were so happy to be there, like, now I know your journey. Everybody knows your journey and why. So now that we know this, can you tell us a little bit of the uh, Ironman Waco race? And then we can like talk about the race. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So yeah, man, 
kind of like what you said, just showing up in Iron Man Village, it felt like a dream. Um, yeah. There would be days I was, I'd be dreaming about being on course. And so when we got to Waco, it, it just felt surreal. And seeing all the, the, just being at the expo and just seeing everything, it felt so surreal to finally be there, be at something you've been training half a year for, for one day. Yeah. It's just like, wow, it's, it's finally here. And, you know, everything just, it feels like it has to be per almost perfect, you know? Yeah, but never yeah. goes perfect. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it never goes perfect. And so trying to keep all the anxiety and stress relatively low, we're tr trying to, but, yeah. uh, it, but still um, smiles all around. Um, but yeah, the, uh, it was, it was honestly, um, like we said, the absolute hardest day of my life i remember um being out on the arrow bars on the bike yeah on myself when we were getting a blast of headwind i was like man yeah i know i know yeah i was like i don't i can't see me signing up for another full anytime soon honestly i just i don't know if i'm gonna want to yeah. do this yeah and, i know i know uh, yeah because my goal my, uh for this year was to qualify for half our man world championships yeah. but uh you know thank, things change and so uh yeah don't get into that people will know into that so before that yeah so it's uh, about like the pre-race like the the morning race before getting to the swim how is the rush how are you how are you feeling you know everything i wanted to see because everybody's so nervous to race like tell me about, a little bit about that yeah man i was just trying to be as calm as possible i was just trying to be calm and uh, just collected and um just kind of like what I said, just know that the day is here, like the day was finally here. And, um, like six months of training for this one day, I've, I never set a goal like that for myself ever in my, probably in, in my life that I worked up to. And so to finally be at a stage like that and on a course like that, I never would have thought I would be there. And, um, it just felt surreal. And so I wasn't trying to to be all um i was just trying to keep my energy contained and okay. and collected and i'm um, just trying i was just doing my my stretches my um my uh just my normal warm-ups you know okay. um but man it felt surreal and um, that's and that's the best way to put it and the second i hit the water and the swim it was like i just remember thinking to myself okay like this is it, it. Yeah, this race has started and 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 we're officially going. And it was, and here's another thought. I um I remember it really sunk in when um I was about to go wait in line um for the swim start and yeah. I, I gave my dad I gave, was giving my dad a hug and oh wow uh, yeah I was like hey man uh, I was like I'll see you in a long uh, I think I said I'll see you in a long I think, see you in a long time or something like that I'll yeah, see you, for sure I'll see you later tonight or something like that uh, yeah I'll, yeah I'll see you in a long time and that's when I really sunk in I'm like okay I'm about to be out here all day long and yeah. um, it all just really kind of sunk in then I'm like okay yep this is about to take a long time and going into the water I just knew okay I just have to put go into swim mode right now and then I was just trying to keep be as calm and collected as possible. So yeah, yeah. man, how was the swim for you? Because it was pretty rough for everybody and pretty slow. Yeah. So I just wanna hear from you that you start like swimming like basically last year. So I wanna know how it felt like being in that water. 
Yeah, so I did um, a practice swim um, about um, three weeks before that um, in in the uh, Brazos. So yeah. um, kind of knew what the river was going to feel like. Um, I did the full distance, uh, the, uh, you know, a few weeks before that. So kind of knew what I was getting myself into river-wise. Yeah, um, lucky, man. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but it got really congested uh, a lot more, like way more congested than I was expecting. So yeah, same. Yeah, upstream, it wasn't too bad going upstream, but as exactly. soon as I, yeah, it was I weird. I was going to say that, like, they were saying, like, upstream is going to be against the current. Right. And then downstream was going to be like with the current right like that's where people were saying and that's what i felt the day before the race and i was like i start feeling like upstream like wait this feels a lot easier i just hope they didn't the current didn't change because that'll be so hard to swim against the current and i just felt like the first like well like it was like first 900 meters on the swim the upstream felt so easy like so easy and i'm like oh god this is gonna be in trouble and as soon as he gave the turn you start swimming like oh man this is gonna be tough this is gonna be tough and what i thought to myself i'm like man this has to be enjoyable don't push because you need to be in control there's no way you can win in the swim but definitely you can lose it so don't use all your energy to swim just be as a swim like a pre-race getting into the race so right. man it just feels so hard and in, in my case i wanted to go under one hour all my swims on the ironman have been like under an hour so i'm like yeah i'm feeling confident about it and then when i got out of the water like 107 i'm like oh i mean i wasn't that happy of course but conditions change you have to be grateful and forget because if you say like oh i'm gonna hit this target i'm gonna be like this 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 you're gonna struggle all day so be happy about whatever times you're given or whatever circumstances because no Ironman it is the same exactly. it can change like from years to years even the same menu so I was just happy and um tell me about this because for me it felt special and for you probably doing your first Ironman how did it feel like going out of the water walking those stairs and seeing all the people cheering like for me it felt like wow I feel like a professional like you know like taking the wetsuit everything put yeah. it on people screaming at you like hey, let's go and then yeah. trying to change into the bike so how, how you felt about that exactly like you said man i feel like a, i feel like a pro and i was just yeah. trying i was trying to focus just trying i'm just trying to fo i was just trying to focus as much as possible you know like focus and transition keep myself collected as possible make sure i have everything i'm um, going on the bike but it just all it all felt so i know i keep saying this but so surreal it's like wow yeah. i'm like a movie here. Yeah, and there's just so many, the streets were flooded in Waco, flooded with spectators. And it was, it was amazing. I was not expecting anything like that. And the, the energy in that little town that day was through the roof. It was, it was the energy of the sky. And it was, it, it just, um, it was, it was amazing. And so coming out of the water, seeing everyone, seeing everyone, everyone lining up the stairs and, and, and I remember thinking, I'm like, man, that's such a far run from the swim yeah, same. yeah, to transition. I'm like, man, that's such a far run. That's that kind of sucks, but it didn't feel far at all. When exactly. I was, yeah, just because seeing everyone I'm, and just hearing everyone clapping and cheering, and by the time I got to transition uh, T1, 
it was just like, okay, let's just focus on getting on the bike and getting out. And, um, yeah, it was, um, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And, um, I just, I remember telling myself just once I was on the bike, okay, now let's get off the bike and start the run. So, yeah, I agree. And also for me, it felt really special. Like, because I was, what I do is just jump as first as possible. So I just going to get swimming. And I can catch like a good swimmer and be on the feet and then just like be the first out of the water because you need to be in a good group because all the fast bikers, normally they're not good swimmers. So you have to be like in a pack because if you're by yourself, man, you're going to struggle like mentally. So yeah. if you're around with people, it's a lot easier to handle like the 112 miles, you know? So that's what I did. And that's an advice I can give you to you. So you're by yourself. And I remember getting like into the bike, like the first three around the water, man, I just felt like, man, I was flying and I was like, please calm down, calm down. And then you make the turn and you start going up and then you ride into the highway. Like, man, it just felt like, you know, like I miss this thing and I happy that I'm, you know, I signed up for the race and everything. It's just like, keep going. And I remember going the first lap of the bike felt a little bit easier than expected. Because I was doing about like perceived restriction. So I don't have any watts and everything. I just want to go by field. So um, in training days, of course, I have watts. But I just going to go and race about field. So I, for me, the first 90K felt easier. And then the last 90K were like hell. Because of yeah. all those winds and the road, you know, like you're by yourself pretty much. And a lot of flat tires, man. It's just like. I just felt bad for the people that that was the first Ironman because I know how hard it is. And people are like, oh man, like I pay for all of this. People are struggling. I'm just like, please come on. I want everybody has a great race, be the best version of themselves. And this is so tough for everybody. We are in, we all are in the same condition. So let's make the best out of the situation. And right. for me, in my case, you can tell about this, but for me, I was trying to go like under five hours and I was like really on pace. But like those wins, man, they're like no joke. Like I think they're like 20 or 30 miles per hour and like cross winds. So there's nothing you can do. Like you're in your air bars and yeah. you're praying there. You're hanging there for dear life. And I'm like, come on, please. And, and then when you go around, I'm like, and you have your win with you. I'm like, this feels so easy. So yeah. that's what I felt. Now tell me a little about, about your bike and then we get into T2. Yeah, yeah. So getting on the bike kind of like what you said i mean a, a lot of adrenaline at first you know uh, like a lot so it felt pretty easy going um the first probably 10 to 15 miles but then um when kind of when we got out in the country um a lot of i felt i started feeling a lot of headwind and yeah. exactly what you said after the, the first loop felt pretty easy but after um i i i hit my special need i took my special needs Same. and so yeah, after special needs, I um, I started breaking away from a lot of people, like uh, not necessarily pulling in front, maybe even dropping. I just couldn't, wasn't around a lot of people. I was I was pretty alone, and so I got pretty lonely at times. Um, and yeah, just the when when you're out there by yourself and just nothing around you, it can be nice, but at the same time, what after being on the bike for four and a half, five hours, and it's just nothing but wind noise and yeah that, you just um, want to be like to end and actually start running yeah you're just like um you just that's when the but 
all those thoughts that's those demons that are talking to you and that's what yeah. that's what those are and so um it was yeah i got some i got i had some pretty dark thoughts that day on especially especially on the bike and i had some absolutely um some ag very aggravating back pain it was pretty bad I, um, yeah same yeah like yeah. i don't know what it was yeah. but um when i started running like some back pain about just like being in the position like um, of course like you practice your air position but like you're right. in practice with the wing for like at least three hours straight so man that was rough because there's no way you could move like you had to be like in the same freaking position the entire time so I just felt like back here, like, and you know, felt so hard. And I'm like, man, this is going to be a tough race. Yeah, it was terrible. I mean, you remember how on the very, um, the very, like the last half mile of the bike, we came over the bridge, over the river. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was picking myself up off the arrow bars right after we came over the bridge. And yes. it, was, it was so cool though, because there was hundreds of spectators right around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And um, I just remember like having the, pry myself up off the arrow bars and i'm like oh god my back is my back is screwed and oh, wow. uh, yeah, coming into uh t2 um man i was trying to put on my shoes and i i could hardly even bend over it was it was it was pretty bad but um man you know after, yeah after that um i was just it was time to go in time to go into run mode then i was like okay this is yeah. what i'm gonna do for the next probably four and a half hours so yeah, so, yeah. i agree with you and then I struggle as well. You probably think I have a good race. Yeah, I think I did the best I could do in that day. Know what I planned, but uh, this is actually like never happened to me. Maybe it was a win like you, but as soon as I get out of the bike and I touch the ground, for some reason, I, I don't know what it is, first time, and I hope it keeps like that. Every time I was touching the ground, it hurt. Like really? my foot, like, you know, like my feet, sorry. They were like, every time you touch in the ground, like my left foot just hurt. And I'm like, you start thinking how in the world I'm going to run a marathon like this. There is no way. And I, I, I remember being in T2 for like five minutes. And I'm like, what are I going to do? What are I going to do? I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to quit. What are you going to do? Like starting freaking out and panicking. I'm like, just stretch out, relax. And then I own my Kona ticket and my race to Mark Holland because I watch his videos and his book and i just read like just quiet the mind relax don't think about anything else so what i did man i was like okay let's go break it down into pieces because if you say i'm gonna run a marathon like oh it's gonna be a long way so breaking into like 5k 10k half a marathon whatever you feel like every k every mile whatever it is each station to each station each st whatever you know so right. what i did man i was like okay this is what you love this is what you do this is why you pay. You enjoy doing this thing. Let's go for a jog and figure out. Don't think about anything else. So what I did, man, just like I didn't think about anything. Not about the time. And I was like, man, just so happy that I did that. And I remember like doing the first steps. Like he felt so hard. Like my heart rate was right out of the roof. Yeah. Like, like the beginning felt so hot. And I'm like, wow, I was running on pace. Yeah. But then when I got into the hills, man, like there were no joke, man. No. I, I thought it's going to be like a fat course or like they say hilly, but I didn't even thought about that, you know? So yeah. man, it's just, it was yeah. really tough. And I was just like, okay, keep your head in the hills, keep right. your head down. 
don't think about it. People are cheering for you. Everybody's having the same situation as you. You're in right. the same place as everybody. And um, I just remember, like, keep going. And I was like, this is what I did. So I went, like, A station, first one. Okay, just water and water. And then, then water and gator. Then water and coke. Then water and gel. So I just keep my mind going and just trying to relax and enjoy. Not think about how we're doing. And I just remember, like, thinking, like, where are you? Because I'm like, where is this kid? Where is this kid? Please tell me. He's racing still. Come on. Where is it? And I saw you. I'm like, right away, just my smile. And I just like, for me in races, I just love like cheering for people because we know we are like in the same boat. So I just saw a lot of Mexicans too. And I saw a lot of people that I know. And I'm like, come on, you can do it. And everybody's just like having a tough time and like giving people a smile. You know, that's like change your race. And at the end, honestly, I didn't plan to ro- uh, run four hours and 20, which is my worst time in an Ironman for a run. But, you know, I don't what mind. Those-, those conditions were, like, tough, man. Yeah, exactly. They were, like, tough. And I'm happy that I finished the race because otherwise I wouldn't be here. And otherwise things will change. So, man, I'm just so happy for everything that I did. And all the- whatever do I learned during that day, man, it changed my life forever, like, in the run, like, my mind just shrift. Like I remember being like a negative person and now everything I'm trying to see the positive way because yeah. either you're like, stay where you are or you move on. So I, I was like, okay, you move on, relax. And I was so happy. And my goal was to like finish in the sun because yeah. all my Ironmans arrive at nine because I did it in custom mode and you know, the sun got like early. So yeah. my goal was like, I don't care the time. I just want to be there on the sun for a good picture, for a good video. So yeah. I'm glad I did it. Yeah. I didn't like, and what it was, man, but it, it was a tough day. So how Very was tough. the run for you, man? Well, dude, first I want to say thanks for being out there for that encouragement. And thanks for saying that. Cause yeah, that was, that was awesome. Um, yeah, man, anytime I just cheer for people, you know? Yeah, when I saw you out there, that was probably, I think that was on the second to, I had one more loop left. I had one more, one yep. more loop. Yeah, and so. It's like mile 18, right on the hardest part of the... Oh, yeah, I remember that. I just forgot because, like, at this point, I already finished. I already got my medal. I already know my place. And I'm, like, waiting for a friend. And I was falling in their track. And I'm like, come on, where is this kid? Because I know this yeah. struggle. And, like, it's getting dark. So I'm, I'm like, where is he? Where is he? And yeah. I was like, I've been telling my friends, like, oh, let's go and cheer this guy. Come on. And I just remember going to you, let's go, okay, let's go. Like, you know, and yeah, then I, I don't know what I did to you, but like, man, it's just like. I mean, I, I remember, remember, I remember it. It, was, it. it was awesome. I remember what you said. Um, one more, you said one more lap and you're going to be an Iron Man. Yeah, exactly. Like, I remember that. Yes, true. Yeah, no, it was awesome, man. So yeah, um, dude, the run was brutal. I just remember, because yeah, that back pain I was having, um, but like like we keep talking about it's those voices in your head and you have to you have to make the choice to either to listen to them and and, and let them kind of talk to you and yeah and, and take it and and tell you tell you otherwise or, or you have to fight back and come come out on top and no so i i was kind of doing the same thing you were doing for a few minutes i was like okay good what am i gonna do like i i could hardly even bend over right now i I can't really even put my shoes on 
I just did a quick little stretch with my back, um, stretched out my legs real fast, and was like, okay, yeah. like, I guess it's time to 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 to, get, to run for four and a half hours. Like, let's try to do this. And it's funny, my dad has a video of me running out of uh, T two, and he's cheering me on. I'm like, dude, that fucking sucks. Yeah, <laughs> oh, like, that sucked. Yeah, yeah that, that bike sucked. And um, just yeah um it was it was very hard i i knew what i I knew what the hills were gonna be like because i was fortunate enough to be to do a little training camp down in waco a couple weeks before that at least Uh, you knew you know exactly if i didn't if i didn't do that i would have been mentally um uh smacked in the face to say the least i would have been like what i was like that yeah you 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 come to the first big hill and you're like oh gosh it's really steep and then you kind of come down a little bit and then you go up another one you're like like, another one and you gotta go down like oh my god and i have to do this three times yeah exactly oh god it's just like yeah struggle because i didn't know about this you already knew yeah i'm like how in the world i'm gonna run this so don't think about that make the switch and like okay this is gonna be fun right two more hills to go and then you're done you know so exactly yeah, man, I tried running the hills, but every time I did, my heart rate would just fly through the roof. So I, I had to lock them. I walked the hills, I ran, and I ran down them, ran the rest. But uh, yeah, the run felt pretty good. It felt solid. Um, there were uh, a few, a few people. I made a mistake. I would say right around probably right around mile 16, 17, Right around like. Towards the end, there is a few people who I who I had an idea were in our age group, and yeah, um, they were kind of coming up on me, and um, I would I dropped my pace from like nine fifty, ten minutes a mile down yeah. to like eight, the like mid eights, and wow, uh, we were, yeah we were running pretty fast for a few miles, and um, I feel like that really kind of came to came to bite me towards the end because man the last couple miles were so hard but yeah i know i remember seeing you uh right when i came over the bridge and that was probably when i yeah i was i saw a bunch of people coming into the finish line and knowing i had to do one more loop exactly i I know the feeling yeah i was like oh my gosh are you serious and uh man it was a it was a pretty uh it was just one another one of those dark thoughts that so many people say you're going to get a lot of those that day so you just yeah. have to, you have to figure out how to how to overcome them and that's that's what's going to make you a stronger person and um yeah it was uh the coming coming over the bridge that that last lap was hard but a very very um emotion emotional uh feeling because i knew i knew the finish line was just a couple hundred yards away and it was uh, i know so like before like people need to understand this because i have this feeling i hope you didn't but you get into the last lap and you're like going around to the bridge to the bridge right what i saw you like you're gonna be an ironman one more lap yeah and you think yeah i'm gonna just go like around and that's it but no you gotta go all the way down and then to town and then came back and then to the finish line i'm like Come on, can I? I need to get there. Come on, come on. Yeah. Like, and it took like like these five more minutes that I expected. I'm like, but at the end, I was just so happy to finish. And man, I was, I didn't sleep until you finished the finish line. Until you finished like the Ironman, because right. I was like, okay, I get everything ready. I need to pack because the day after I'm leaving, 
And I'm like, okay, where's this kid? Come on, he's getting there. I'm, I'm watching my phone. I'm like, come on, come on. And as soon as I, you finish, I think I, I sent you a message. Like, I don't remember what it was, but pretty much so happy for you. And uh, man, so how was like the feeling? Oh, dude. Please that, describe that's a little for everybody yeah. the feeling. Yeah. yeah you, I'll, I'll you see the lights and then the red carpet's there. The sign is there, Iron Man Waco. People waiting for you. People are ready to call your name. So how is that feeling? Yeah, um, I, I'm gonna try my best to explain it. So yeah, it's we're coming down over the bridge because like, like you just explained, we're we're almost there. But then yeah. they send us back over the river, right? And it's like, okay, why are you guys making us run away from the finish line when we're exactly. almost? Exactly. But then. Man, I, I was so gassed towards the end. I was out of energy. Like, I had zero energy left in the tank. So I had to do a little bit of walking just so I wouldn't maybe get sick or what. But it was it was pretty rough. It was very rough towards the end because, um, yeah, I think I pushed a little too hard. But I um, I saw the – when we are coming over the bridge the very last time, um, I saw all the – I saw the Iron Man stuff oh, and I saw some of the volunteers. And I'm – had a feeling like okay please be right there please be right there and I hear the announcer and I see the big old the big screen I'm like oh my gosh okay we're right there we're right there and I, I turn the corner and just to see yeah exactly like you just said the lights and the carpet dude it like brought out so much emotion in me I was just really before that it was a few minutes before that I just had so much time to think about because I was doing a little bit of walking too I got most of my most of my emotion out before that. I just thought about where I was a year before that, where my heart surgery, just how I never would have thought I was gonna be on in that position. And that's one of the reasons why I signed up for, for that race is to show other people that you, you can do it. You can do it, yeah, and you could do it. Um, you just have to you have to make the right choices to get there. Because it's, it's those choices that will forge the path to, to get you where you want to end up in life. You just have to make the right choices to get there. And so I, I cry. I, there was times I was crying throughout the race, not because it was really hard, but just because I knew I, I was going to finish. you been. Exactly. Oh, man. I knew I was going to finish, and I was just looking back on on what, uh, what a year it's been and just remembering the times I was in the hospital when I was in the hospital, I never in a million years would have thought I would be running, swimming, biking. I, I was just thinking, okay, when can I get out of the hospital? And, yeah. and, and it was just, it was, I had zero goals. I had zero goals. And so when I saw the red carpet, I just, I had to just say a prayer and thank the Lord for protecting me, for keeping, yeah. for um, giving me a good race that day, for answering all my prayers. And Good, man. Um, I tried, tried giving, I tried flexing, but I, that took all the energy out of me. Oh, well, I know, I know. Like you get it to the after, like you cross the finish line, and you're like, and everything just hurts. You want to be like, oh, I can't move, I can't move, and then you want to go to the bathroom, you want to eat, but then you can't eat. So after you cross the finish line, what was the first thing you did? I um. I was, uh, I was, I thought I was doing good, you know, like I thought I was with it. I thought I was with it, but apparently I was a little wobbly and stuff. You know, I was, I was kind of hungry, you know, they had like burritos and pizza and stuff there. Yeah. 
and beer. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I was a little wobbly, I guess. So they, they, um, they sat me down like, you know, you should probably eat a, a burrito or some pizza or something like that. Good. And so, um, I, I spent like the next 30 to 45 minutes just sitting down, kind of recuperating, wow. just enjoy, enjoying, just kind of like taking it all in, you know, just being like, wow, I just did this and this just happened and it's, it's, it's a thing now. And so I just was kind of taking it all in, um, just I gave my dad a, a big hug and was crying a little bit because it was, um, oh, I know. Yeah, dude. It, like it was, uh, I, I truly never would have thought I would have been on a course like that or doing anything like that. Like when I was, uh, running this half marathon this last weekend, there is, uh, there's this one guy, a friend of a friend of a friend. He was saying, yeah, I don't run. I, I, I can never see myself running. But a year ago, I, I could have never seen myself running either. You just have to make the choice to start yeah. doing something. That's all it takes. It's just a small choice, and you never know where, where, where it will get you. So. Um, oh, man, that's well, – I want to cry, honestly. That's the story I want to hear. And, like, how was it for you, like, going to bed that night, sucking out that you were an Ironman? <laughs> man, it was uh, just reading all the messages and uh, – it, I, I didn't I, I was I was pretty uh I don't know if it was all the caffeine from the gels or yeah. what it was but I I, it, I was awake for quite for quite a while yeah, honestly like, yeah I was just I was just on a high um it was weird I just uh it was amazing dude it was amazing and then the next day I was I was up at the crack of dawn too because I just felt like for some reason, we, me and my dad, we had to go to the awards ceremony. Man, also. I want to hear to that. Yes, just before we get to that, right. uh, that was me. I remember just like getting to the to the Ironman finish for the first time yeah. back in 2019. Man, I was just so happy after that. And I couldn't go to sleep. Like I was lying in bed and I'm like, oh, I'm an Ironman, an Ironman. I couldn't fall asleep. And I just remember waking up the day, next morning. I'm like, oh, my God, everything hurts. Yeah. Like not even get up the stairs. I'm like, oh my god, we yeah. only want to sign up, you know, for another one. And I'm like, just enjoy it. And honestly, I'm gonna like, I was really happy yeah. that you were there in the award ceremony because you never know what happens in the um, uh, roll down. So what I did, like in my case, yeah. I was in third place, and they were giving like two spots for Kana and three for Saint George. And at this point, I'm like, kind of like sad, but I shouldn't be sad because I was like, oh man, I was so close to Kona. Like the second place beat me for six minutes. I'm like, man, don't be sad. Right. Be freaking grateful. You're going to a world championship. You don't know what it's going to be. You know, exactly. you're going to St. George for sure. Man, I didn't want to go to St. George, honestly, because of all the hills and everything is so hard. But yeah. I'm like, man, just take it for granted. You know, you earn it, whatever it is. Just go there, show up maybe something happens maybe something happens it just maybe right you get to kona so i just remember getting there man and i saw you i'm like please please this kid deserves a spot please please someone don't show up so we got there first there's the awards and then they rolled on so i'm there and i'm thinking okay who is showing up the first place show up the first the second place so at the end Thing. uh you you need to like back it up with this because i don't know so we were there in the awards and we were like 
only like first, second, third, and fourth place were there. The fifth place wasn't there for any reason. I don't know what it is. So I just remember like the second place being there in front of me. And he was like, yeah, man, I'm taking the spot. And I'm like, and I saw Parker the day before. He telling me like, oh, I'm going to take the spot. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be going. There's no freaking way. And um, I said it before. When Parker said, like, Parker did, like, a domino effect. So yeah. what he did, he gave the spot to me. And then I gave the spot to you. So in yeah. order you can qualify. So we are all connected. So what happened here, for those who don't know, Parker, the first place, he didn't took the spots. He took it to San George. So he went to the roll down. So the, th the second place and the third place of the age group got the spot to Kona, which was me and another guy. And then Parker took the spot to St. George, and then the fourth place took the spot. So what, what was your um, place? I believe I got eighth in age group. So there was quite a roll down. Okay. Okay. Because yeah, I know a case got later. Yeah. And I know, like, okay, I just remember leaving, you know, the award ceremony because Garn is finished. I don't need to stay for St. George. I'm like, let's go because I need to go all the way to Houston, you know watch the F1 and I'm like, let's get going. And I just remember seeing you at the very top, just waiting there. And I got, I said this before, like, I hope this kid deserves a spot. Please, God, give him a spot. And then I didn't know until like you posted later, like on your social media, like going to St. George. And I'm like, I'm out of my mind. This is unbelievable. So please describe me how it was because right. I wasn't there. Just Right. I will. Yeah, man. First, huge congratulations to you because, yeah, the um, it was an awesome weekend and uh, man. So yeah, it was it was quite the experience. So I just felt the, you know, we it was it was funny because I remember telling my dad before we got there, I was like, yeah, uh, we're, we were just I I wanted to go to awards because like, really like. Do you think you're gonna you think you're gonna place or you never get a know. spot? You think you're gonna get a spot? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Like you just don't you don't know. And but I just felt like felt the need to to do so to and to just to go and yeah. So that morning, the day after the Ironman, uh, I was up at like six thirty. Wow. And I uh, just felt <laughs> just felt like we should have gone. So we went up. We went. We went out. And got some breakfast, and we were there. And um, yeah, man. When I heard uh, your name be called for Kona, and you, I heard you say, "I'm going to Kona," man, I was, I was very happy for you. Man, I wish you could see my face when I saw parking at the very top. I'm not yeah. taking it. I wish you could see, like, you know, like the video posted on Instagram. Yeah. Man, that was like just like five seconds after that. Just like remember, like I could not believe it. I could not believe it against like, all odds, man. Yeah, but no, it was funny because um, I we. I was pretty, I was kind of doing the same thing. I was like looking around, seeing, I was like, okay, he doesn't look like he's in, he's my age. He doesn't look like he's my age. Yeah. So I was, I was trying to like, I done it. Who all was there? And I was like, I was on our, uh, on the um, results, like, just, I was just trying to figure out who, who was here, who was there who could potentially be taking a spot. And then um, I remember for one of the older um, age groups, they, someone wasn't there also and so they added a spot to to our age wow nice i didn't know that good yeah. so i'm pretty sure that is kind of like what confirmed confirmed it um 
so yeah after they did that it was, um me and my dad we looked at each other and like oh man like is this something we took like so if they call my name um what are we gonna do <laughs> like, right, do we, right. like do we say yes or do what do we do and um yeah i was just i remember saying like yes i would so much rather go to kona but if this is a world champion Same. stage like i would have never dreamed like i've been saying this whole podcast i would have never dreamed about being an ironman let alone a world championship stage and so it just would have felt so wrong and would have been haunting me for who knows how long for me to say no to that. And okay, yes, yeah. St. George's, it's going to be hard and it's going to be hilly and who knows what the weather will be like. But I remember yeah. saying, I was telling him that day, I was like, yes, it's, I would rather go to Kona and St. George is hard, but at the end of the day, it's just going to make me a stronger athlete. Um, when I come out of it, I'm just, just going to make me stronger. And um, so he was, we, we we just had a very brief conversation and um what they came back to to our age group and there was this the uh the guy behind me was um very anxiously waiting for his uh for his spot so nice. yeah um when they called my name i had to make a very quick decision and they said my name and i was like oh my god here we go and i just was walking down there as fast as I could have. And um, yeah, because you're at the very top. So like for those who don't know, it right. was pretty much like a hill. And I don't know how big the hill was, but you're at the very top and at, at, at the down, it was like, you know, like the stage and everything. So like, you, yeah, you need to like speak up. Otherwise everybody's going to take your spot, man. Yeah, yeah. And so um they started to say the the guy's name behind me. I'm like, no, 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 I'm right here, I'm right here, wait, 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 wait. And uh Wow. Yeah, so So who uh, took the spot then? So it was Parker, the guy who uh, was fourth place, you and when and what else? I don't I think I so I got the last spot. I think yeah. someone in front of me got one more also because they added one. So yeah, they added one. It was Parker. Um I don't uh, remember his name. Yeah, I, mean, I had it yeah. here. I'll look for that. But uh, he was pretty much the first and the fourth place. Right. Um, sixth place. I know six and I don't think sixth place showed up. But yeah, I was. Um, it was very fortunate, and I just remember leaving Waco that weekend and just thinking like this was probably one of the greatest weekends I have ever had in my entire life. Like I never would have expected this, and. Um, it's just it was a it was nothing short of a dream um nothing nothing short of a dream i and know so, i know absolutely man yeah and so it was just, I, I i had a it was time to soak it in for a few weeks and then get kind of right back garrett garrett is his name the fourth place oh, garrett, garrett right yeah garrett um what's his last name sherman Garrett Sherman, gotcha. Okay, Garrett, yeah. Yeah, I and follow then, her on Instagram, so I just want to make sure. Yeah. If you're listening to this, good luck in St. George. Good luck in St. George, Garrett. Yeah, man, so that's pretty starting. So now, from you should change this. This is my advice. Okay. Open the heart surgery to Ironman World Champion or World Championships in less than a year. All right. I, yeah, I'll do that, man. That's, that's what I'm going to say. Like, before the podcast, you know, like, the intro is going to be like, you know, like, this guy, 
he did like he has an, like an open heart surgery and then in less than a year he's going to the world championship you know in ironman that's the one i'm gonna do so so you know but um you do that so what's next you have saint george how's your prep going um, it's, it's going, the last, it's been going good, man. It was, it was a little hard to, um, to restart the training block at first, you know, just me being pretty new to all of this. It was, um, it was kind of hard for just to get, no, I'm about to train for another Ironman again. I'm yeah, like, okay, here we go. Here, here it goes again. And so, um, it was a little, it was a little hard at first, but, um, once the new year hit, I, um, kind of kicked it up a year and, um, locked, it locked in. And especially after this last weekend, just being around VPN and running around such a wow! Yeah, I want to do that race so bad, honestly. Yeah, I think they're going to do another one next year. So just try to come out for that. Yeah, I'll sign up for the full marathon for sure. Or I, I don't know, but I'll figure. I'll get there. I'll race. I just want to meet Nick Burr, and yeah, uh, I'll be such a dream man. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. But um, it was uh, training has been it's been going good, especially the last two weeks and. Yeah, St. George, and about a week from now, it'll be three months out. So yeah. um, the next three months, I, I'm I, I'm telling myself it's going to be nothing short of great. So yeah, you're you're going to be wearing a medal for a Ironman World Championship before me. So that's good. <laughs> well, man, you're going to be wearing Kona, so yeah, so it'll be all but good. For like this, you're going to be in the first. I don't know if it's going to be the only one, but their first Ironman World Championships outside of Kona. That's something you got to tell your, your kids. You know, I was in the first Ironman World Championships outside of Kona. That, that's crazy, man. That's the story. Yeah, you're right. That, that, is, pretty, that is pretty neat. That, that's, a, that's a great way to put it, Hans. Yeah, thanks, thanks for saying that because yeah. it's a great way to look at it. And, man, you're such a positive person. And, yeah, thank you. You got to be like that. Otherwise, I was, like I told you, like, Walker Race changed my life forever. Because yeah. I was always looking to the negative side, things that I didn't have. But whatever happened that day, they changed me. I'm like, you have two options. You either complain and being stuck in the same place, or you move on and you know all the negatives in your life. Can you change anything? No. Yeah. You have two options. You either be happy, positive, or you complain and be negative. So I'd rather be happier and positive about things in life. I know things are bad, but uh, man, otherwise I like that's enjoying life because you have a lot of things. You complain about everything. This, this, I don't have, I need this, this. There's nothing you can do, man. Just yeah. live your life to the fullest, be happy. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck in a hole. So that's how you see life now after the Walker race. I hope everybody that's listening to this feels like you have to enjoy every single moment. So that's what everybody ask me how I'm doing. I'm like, oh, I'm so happy, enjoying the moment. And they've been telling me like, oh man, you're the most positive person I know. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm just trying to enjoy the moment because like you have to be in the present because like if you're living in the past, you either learn from your mistakes or you stuck with your mistakes and you're planning ahead. Oh, I'm doing this tomorrow, this tomorrow. You never enjoy the moment and you're always living somewhat else in the future. So man, it's just like, that's how I see life. So, I mean, for everybody who's listening to this, enjoy the moment. Exactly, man. Enjoy the moment. And that's such a great choice to make is to enjoy the moment because other people, they can make the, the opposite choice. And 
it could get them in such bad places, but enjoying the moment, it could get you great places in life. You never know. You never know where life will lead you, and that's the thing. So keep doing that, man. You will end up in great places. I promise you that. Yeah, exactly. Like, like this is what I said. Positive adds positives, and then negatives negative. So, exactly. what you want in your life? Right. Exactly. Yeah, man. Before we go, there's two things I want to say. Yeah, yeah. So I want to make. I'm. I'm gonna hit you happy because this is what happened. Okay. Since you qualify, I told a friend he did Iron Man. Uh, you changed another friend, another man's life. So, uh, he did Iron Man Arizona, November twenty second, first Iron Man. I think he did like ten hours or something in the age group 39 It's pretty tough. Twenty second place, and I told him like, dude, so I'm happy for you. Please go to the award ceremony. Because they're offering Kona. People already have slots to Kona. So a lot of people are going to reject the slot. It's going to roll down. In the middle of the fifth, 10 plays, they're going to get slots to Kona. And then maybe, just maybe, you're going to be there and you're going to earn the spot. Because I got a friend. He did that. He, he was there. He showed up. And like, this is what you got to do. You never know what the day will brought if you don't show up. So, exactly. and I told him, please go. There's nothing you can do. I always go. Because you don't know what's going to happen. So he was there. And he, right away when he was there, he sent me a picture. Hans, I freaking love you. You changed my life forever. Without you, I wouldn't know that there is a chance I'm going to Worlds. I'm like, man, I was trying just to rest, like, for the Ironman. I'm so tired. But now I got to refocus because I'm doing another Ironman in four months. I'm like, what? My coach is so happy. I own you the life. Like, man. And this is a guy that I met during Ironman 70.3 cost to in 2019, he wow. gave me, um, we, were, we stayed at the same hotel. We were waiting for the bus. He rented a car and he's like, hey, you want to show up? And then we became friends because he gave me a ride to the swim practice the day before. Wow. So pretty much everything ended together. So he's racing with you um, in St. George, which I'm really happy, man. Awesome. Uh, and I just love people because you never yeah. know. Like, Either yeah. you finish last, there's always a chance. You never yeah. know. Yeah, there's always a chance, man. Always a chance. Yeah. Everything happens for a reason, man. Everything. Said it before. Yeah. Everything yeah. happens for a reason. Absolutely. It really does. And it might not make sense why it's happening in the moment. Something I can kind of backtrack a little bit. It might not make sense why it's happening in the moment. Like it might seem bad. You might be like, hey, why is this happening? Like, why, why is it happening to me right now? But with time, faith, and whatever you might want to believe in, you can look back on that situation and it'll make sense why it happened. Um, things will fall into place. Why it, what, things will fall into place. So yeah, man, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't say more to that. Yeah, I just want to do something before you go. So you have three more months. Yeah, to your world championships. Um, Let's do a follow-up part yeah. to you after your like Ironman um, World Championships in Saint George. I want to know what happened during the race. What I mean, of course, I'll be following you every single day in your journey on Instagram. But uh, I want to know what happened like in the race. I want to see your experience. What can people learn from this experience? And myself, because at the end of the day, we are here for learn and be better person. So exactly. I mean, let's. I mean, if you want to, let's do that. Like. When is St. George? May something? It's May 7th. 
It's May 7th. Oh, wait, but you're, you're doing Galveston before, right? I am not going to do Galveston now. I might, I might, there's a chance I might be down there just because um, I know like 10 or so people racing it. Yeah, I'm not going to do Galveston, but um, I might do do a few smaller sprints before. Um, But no, my first race um, will probably be my um, St. George in May. Ironman World. Say it. You need to say it. You need need to feel right. Ironman Ironman World World Championships in May May 7th. There you go. Yep. St. George, Utah. Sounds better, man. I mean, I'm probably going to be doing. well, you know already, but probably going to do Galveston. Like, awesome. pretty much everybody in my team in Mexico is going, so I don't want to miss a chance. Parker yeah. is going. Like, everybody's going. I just want to go. I don't know how. I'll yeah, figure right. it away. I'll yeah, you're going to figure it out. You're going to figure it out. You're going to try. Out. Keep, it, keep on trying, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cross my fingers for you. Hope, hope everything yeah, works out. Absolutely. Yeah, I would love to do a follow-up after St. George. Talk about yeah, the release. Talk about, talk about the journey leading up to St. George and because there's going to be a lot of the a lot of those voices that keep on talking and you're going to it's about figuring out how to overcome how to overcome um those in life because it's not you don't hear those just in triathlon you hear those voices and those negative thoughts all the time in life it's not just when you're training or when you're out on the bike or when you're 18 miles deep in a run you hear those you can hear those all the time and that's what attracted me to the sport is I wanted to figure out how to overcome um, problems like that. So, Man, absolutely. Yeah. Like we could just keep going and going. Let's right. do the follow-up. And yeah. before we go, where is the, ver- the best place to find you? What's your Instagram for everybody? So everybody that's listening to this can follow your journey. And, you know, I'll put it down below, but uh, what's your Instagram? So everybody follows your journey. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, my Instagram is um, KadenMCQ28. That's uh, C-A-D-E-N-M-C-Q-28. And yeah, I post uh, a lot of my workouts on my story. Um, now that the training block has started again, I'm just going to start posting more, nice. posting more posts for the, uh, for the training. And yeah, it's going to be great. So yeah, thanks for that, Hans. And, awesome. Uh, you should follow this guy. Honestly, I put it down below. And yeah, man, this was so fun. I wish I could be going. Like, please stay on the line. So that was quite the episode. One hour and 20 minutes. That was awesome to like, if you're here at the end, thank you. Thank you so much. Like, and follow this guy's journey. This is just amazing. Like, like I said, one year and just not even one year in this poor going to Worlds. He just got a new bike and he fit. He's just like evolving. It makes me so happy to follow that. And uh, just for letting you know, the next episode it will be in spanish yeah why uh i'm glad you asked because i want to do uh experiment with my friend so the next the next episode is going to be like what is like to represent mexico in a world championship event which i interview my friend you will know in the next week but i interview my friend with it in spanish since my audience it's only like Half of my audience is from Mexico. I just want to see how it's like, how can AI impact? But don't worry. We're going to keep it doing in English. The majority is going to be in English, but uh, I'll post something sometimes in Spanish, sometimes in French. So we'll see. If you know how to put subtitles, let me know and I'll put it in, but it'll be hard. So anyways, have an awesome week. Thanks so much for listening and see you in the next one.